0: Oi the boys on footy prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language and sometimes tales are quite adult in nature so keep the volume down if there are kiddies around and fa- thank you
1: for listening oh let's go booty booty it's time to get this party started
0: booty, booty. it's time to get this party started you know that we are the number 1 Welcome, footy fans. This is James Shaman. No, it's Wonger. Sharm's uh, is at Sportsnet. Uh He got <laughs> called in ASAP. I'm here with... Craig Forrest, my friend, legendary goalie of the Canadian national team. Hi, Craig. Hi, Dan. How you doing, buddy? I'm good, pal. Uh, you great from event yesterday, eh? Hey? What the hell? How much fun was that? Super fun. So we were down at the rec room yesterday with North Star Bets. Uh, they, their Canada countdown, they called it. And we had a great time. And many celebrities showed up, eh? Yeah, yeah. Leo Routens, cool. Jack Armstrong, David Amber, Sugar, Steph, Hawkins, Phronsie,
2: Brian, Brian Stemmel.
0: <laughs> Brian Stemmel. Good time. Really good yeah. time. And what an atmosphere, right? We've shared a couple of the uh, the recordings. I got JC to do some recordings, but the Voyageurs were there. Anthony, Dave DeCola, uh Claudio, really good guys. We went and had some beers. Scott and Kirk, too. We had beers afterwards. It was a good yeah. time. Kerry. Starkey, yeah, Carrie and Starkey. Well, they're they're all they're haunting us now. <laughs> 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 they're great. So, Steph took a picture. My buddy Steph took a, actually a video of you watching the goal kick, penalty and kick. someone. That, penalty, so I put penalty it kick. penalty kick. Sorry, um, and so I put it up on our social media, and someone wrote, "I wonder what he's telling Wonger right there," and basically. So what I remember the conversation. It was something like I asked you, would it would you've put Alfonso, or would you've gone with someone else? And what did
2: you say? I would have gone with Jonathan David. Yeah, yeah. But it wasn't a choice for the manager. It sounds as though you know John Herdman lets them decide. Uh, oh, the who, who's, who's ever on the pitch decides. Who's confident? Who want you know that sort of thing? So wow, I got, I got no problem with that. No. But not a great kick. No. <laughs> no. I think, you know, hindsight's obviously twenty twenty, 20 but I don't think he's been in that situation. You know, that was my concern, you know. He'd never been in that situation. Bayern Munich, um, big stage, all the training you want is good, but when you get there and you're looking at a monster in goal, Inspector Gadget, Arm's like... Yeah, he's covering a lot of goal. It probably looked really small, like really small. Probably wonder if it was an official size goal. Like it's just, <laughs> it's a, re, you know, the pressure is amazing. So he then wants to hit the ball as hard as he can, but he wants to be accurate. And then he's not going just inside the post. He's giving himself some leeway in case he doesn't want to miss the target, you know, that and, and coach was in his head. He was frozen for an awful long time there. I don't think he moved for ninety seconds.
0: Yeah, the 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 referee took a while to whistle. He was doing a lot of traffic keeping. It seemed
2: on the line, right? Mm. And yeah, they make they make sure the goal they, the goalkeeper is quite aware that the, there's VAR, and if he if he leaves the line and he's in front of it, he, he will be called all back, and he'll be able to retake it. So, if you look at the way Courtois does it, he actually takes a step back into the net. So his foot is actually taking off, and he's actually inside the net. His left foot. Oh right. When did they make sure that he's not fouled? It was when you were playing.
0: You had both rules, right? You had you could move rule, and before that, you had to stand still. Correct. Exactly. And nobody did.
2: Did they ever call? Did they ever call it back because the goalie moved? Oh. Very rarely. And guys used to like take a yard, come out. The goalkeepers would take a step out a yard and even that wouldn't get called. So I thought it was good. Just, yeah, you can move along the line. Like you can't move out. And now with VARs, it gets called back. You see it in the league play quite a bit. How did you feel about uh, the goal? Orient goal. Um, I thought it was well taken. Yeah, be honest. I mean, it's a straight ball over the top, and we know we're susceptible to that. But all things said and done, that was our only really good chance of the game, and I expected Belgium to create four or five really good chances. You know, so defensively, the the boys were brilliant. You know, from the start, like right right up at the front, like they're pushing and they're so. You know, I don't know if you saw Roberto. Martinez, the manager of Belgium, his interview, he gave all credit to Canada, and he, he explained it as well as anybody, like how brave Canada were and how we had to sort of find a way without playing good football to win this game. And from that standpoint, obviously, it's a big positive. But <clears throat> all the credit to Canada, Kevin De Bruyne, he wins man of the match. Apparently, I mean, give me a break. I, I honestly, he didn't
0: he didn't do what we thought he would do. Correct. Like, not, didn't we not think?
2: at all. Not you, I at mean, all.
0: We, on our preview show, basically what we were worried about, what you guys said to be worried about, was Kevin De Bruyne moving back and forth, cutting through and creating opportunities that Canada's
2: back line can't deal with. And that yeah. didn't seem to happen at all, did it? No, it was mostly invisible. It was just us pressurizing and, and putting them under pressure like the whole game. the second half like it didn't change Canada just keeps coming and coming at you and it's just there it's amazing what uh, Herman's got installed in them we talk about it so much about the women and how they go out there and they just want to die for each other these guys are the same way and how you can freeze but they never seem to he changes the lineup seems to be the right decision all the time he gets everything pretty pretty much right um Yeah, the only criticism would be maybe the penalty, but he's left that up to him. And let's face it, Alfonso Davies as well is the leader of the team. He he wants to represent them. He wants to to lead by example. He wants to take the ball and, yeah, I'm going to do this for it, you know. And it was an incredible moment. And there was probably a million things going through his head. First goal ever for Canada, the World Cup. Belgium yeah. number two and the would have been crazy eh <laughs>
0: we were this close we were so sad when he when it got stuck
2: oh i was gonna go crowd surfing
0: <laughs> they would have they would have let you too
2: all those voyageurs that were there they would have fucking carried y'all over the, place. Been <laughs> the initial one i would have probably just gone straight down on the table yeah Boom. yeah the first one <laughs> your, your, to catch your milk bag body as you call it yeah, yeah um you were texting
0: with john coach herdman um, any insight that you can share with that guys felt good about the game how like where were they where were they feel it?
2: yeah, you know it was it, you know I never get into it and we never talk about specifics because that's not really our relationship but right. um the atmosphere he was which it didn't translate certainly where we were, but it was a obviously a lot of people in the venue yeah, uh, he said it was incredible. He said there were more Canadian fans than Belgian fans he said it it felt like we were a proper football country incredible, eh Really incredible. And I got that from the same guys, the guys out in Vancouver, Coquetlam, that I grew the up buddies, with yeah that are over there. And they said that for days we've just been people taking a piss out of us in our freaking jerseys and how average they are. And he says, Coming out of that stadium for the last like since the game, it's just that everybody's like, Wow, you guys are really good. And mm. he says, I just Never felt prouder about the team, and it's like those guys deserve it too. You know, the ones that have followed relentlessly. I mean, David Azzi, for instance. Yeah. I grew up in Coquitlam. He he was behind the net for the '94 qualifying because I got him credentials to stand, and he was taking probably Polaroids at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, and Brad Leach and those guys from yeah. Soccer X, Yeah. amazing. Yeah. The Happy uh,
0: for all of them uh, the atmosphere was great at the rec room also that old canada was kind of stirring you know we we complain a lot about our country we, we don't always do things great but sometimes there's things that pull us together and to hear mm-hmm. john herdman say from you that it's a proper football you know it was a pr-
2: proper football country that's kind of that's kind of that's a big step it is a big step it really is um and it was important, I think, you know, for the performance to be like that, even though we lost. I mean, for the most part, let's face it, if we, we would have taken a 1-0 loss in our first game against Belgium, it wouldn't be the worst result. But considering what happened in it, you're, you're devastated that you didn't pick up three points. Yeah, you're right. And that's, and that's what Canada went for. They weren't going for a draw. They, weren't going, like, they, were gonna, they were going for three points. But you said
0: something, too, about Argentina when they lost um and i think it's appropriate to actually say to about canada now which is you said you know they don't have anything to lose now like they've got that over
2: well like they win both, on them. Games there, win both the games they'll be in yeah 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 and now and even, for yeah. argentina you think that that's obviously something is you know obviously they do it all the time you know yeah uh for canada after the belgium game the optimism goes up and you're like well, if they play like that, there's every chance they could win both of those games. Yeah, but they got to put the ball in that a little bit more uh in the final third, that final ball, a little bit more composure. But there's not a lot I could cur- criticize in that game. They outshot them, outchanced them 21 to or 22 to 8. Um or 9, so but they only hit the target three times. Um 3.3 3 million people Watched the game yesterday,
0: CTV slash TSN. Um, in the middle of a Wednesday afternoon, so our ninety-minute stat holiday actually didn't do too badly, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, yeah, that's right. Think about it, it. Like, what about Sunday's close. game? Sunday at eleven. Oh, we'll be down at the rec room again. Craig is doing a fireside chat with Sherms and. Uh, and Rod Black. So we'll be back down there. If anyone's listening, come and visit mm-hmm. with us. I think there, Black, there's he's another great. Yeah, he's awesome. I have to say though, those uh those jerseys that Dante from North Star Bets gave us, they I, I looked like I was squeezed. I looked like a sausage that was coming out of its filling. <laughs> a little too tight for me. I it made me
2: feel a little uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> well, soccer jerseys look great on the players. They do. They don't look. They don't translate to normal right? people, do they? Well, but when you put it on, and you think you in your mind you look like Ronaldo. Yeah. yeah. Then I went into the washroom.
0: Like you know, there's some mirrors you look at, and you're like, I look great. I went into the mirrors at the rec room or washroom, <laughs> and the mirrors. I was just like, this looks disgusting. Yeah, it's
2: all oh my mirrors. Yeah, it's the mirrors' fault. Is key and lighting and lighting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I haven't um, been able to find any lighting that's good for me, but. That there
0: was some crazy, you know, we didn't do a pod yesterday because we were at the rec room. Um, but upsets is Germany, Japan. Like, we just beat Japan,
2: yeah. It was a much different side uh, lineup, as well as nothing in close, really. So, oh, really? That the that Japan side there. switched all over, yeah. That we knew there'd be a different, different, except animal. did you know they were going to be able to beat Germany? That, like, that's a Pretty no prize no, no, I had Germany win in that game, but yeah you know, Germany's, Germany's going through a bit of a tough patch you know they haven't are they a it, mexico well are a they Euro the mexico
0: of even. europe
2: uh well, no because they've <laughs> mexico for really for i I think they're underachievers for what they are for the country that they are for the size of them for their passion for the game uh i I'm surprised they haven't won a world cup by now, you know but for for whatever reason they haven't been able to uh do that but you know you couldn't put germany in that category really so
0: jimmy what did you think of yesterday's match what would you be thinking now
1: i'm very uh i'm very excited to see the next match now and i think if they can play the way that they did against croatia and morocco i don't think they're gonna have any problems i was very uh, look i mean i think everybody was thinking you know this could be one of those games that could end up four nil five nil of Belgium's on on the front foot, but I just thought our game plan and tactically, we just got to bang on, and the, the boys were up for the occasion. And uh, I think we surprised an awful lot of people.
2: It surprised everybody. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not themselves so we speak. know what they believe in, Jimmy. But I mean, you can't get away from the fact that that was just a, a just a fantastic performance. They deserved an awful lot more, but you don't always get what you deserve. But the optimism now is that if they do that. You tell us, Brendan. Uh,
3: what's up, Footy Prime Faithful? Um, it's been a while. You may have thought I was dead. Uh, you may have wanted me to be dead. Uh, but no, I am very much alive, living my life, Craig Forrest, living my best life, uh, much like Canada right now, which is which is pretty incredible. Um, this is news to me that I was on national TV. What do you mean? I made my national TV debut uh, with a shirt that's too tight for me, standing in a group of people who had been drinking all day at one of the few establishments in which they could find alcohol.
2: We were actually doing our thing on the little stage there at the rec room. And people were like, hey, it's Brendan. Yeah. <laughs> they were like turning around, looking at the screen. It was like, hey, so it is. Yeah. You guys, you, you can't were, get rid of me, no matter how you
0: hard you cr- try. You were in a good, really good crowd shot. And uh, everyone was mm-hmm. like, and, and, and then the guy put that picture up of you in the tight T-shirt, which I wore yes. too. And I was like, it made me look like I was saying to Craig, I looked. I felt like a, a sausage that has been cooked and then broken out of its broken out of its uh, lining.
3: Brendan was not bad. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Craig. I didn't think it was that bad, but it was a lot worse than I expected. Uh, and uh, <laughs> I definitely need to lay off the shawarmas and maybe go to bed. But uh, no, I was disappointed that you guys didn't do a show late last night. I wanted to do one. I was uh, wired. I couldn't sleep like much of the country because, Craig, uh, I st- it was still surreal that. That happened, you know, um, yeah. I guess I'll start from the beginning and explain yeah, what I was doing in the stadium. Uh, I am part of FIFA's in-stadium production team. Uh, there are 32 national representatives of each country in addition to the, you know, the stadium host. And there's the stadium MC and then there's the national cool. MC. So I am the Canada person. So I'm the one responsible for getting all the name pronunciations correct for the uh, Arabic and English hosts and i am the one that has influenced the dj so yes started from the bottom i believe that was already queued up though i don't want to take that away from dj tony (laughs) i think uh dj tony perry i think he already knew that was the right one to play he was he was a late last minute substitute we met in the elevator when he was getting kfc uber eats delivered so i didn't even get to tell him to play started from the bottom he just knew that was the, the song to play um but yeah so i'm hyping up the crowd that was that's part of the program and then the other part of the program that was absolutely surreal was i got to announce the starting 11. that was amazing so, that's fucking unbelievable man. i got to i got to belt it out and uh credit and a big shout out to all the voyagers. there are a lot of them here and a lot of them listening uh and that's not why i'm saying this they're they're a special group that have traveled all across the country and uh you know supported this team through thick and thin and this is this is the best of the best right now. And they were out in full voice. Um, I wanted to do the the call call out, you know, just say the first name and have the stadium uh, do the last name. And I wasn't sure because you can't hear when you're down there pitch side. Also, right. to the management can be a little, you know, stickly on the rules. They want to stick to the rules very tight here with the, quite right. a few things. And so and for that perspective, I wasn't sure if the crowd was going to chant. And then hearing that video back, Craig, that uh, you saw KJ tweeted there, Man, that was incredible. I would say uh, that's when it hit me—like, holy shit! And then this—I can't believe I just did that.
2: Were you really? Like, what was, it, what was the biggest pressure doing that, or was it picking the songs? <laughs> Honestly, it was picking the songs
3: because once <laughs> once I pick up the mic and said, "Hey, Canada, are you ready for the first starting eleven at a World Cup in 36 years?" The place went insane. I couldn't hear myself. I didn't have an earpiece, so I couldn't hear anything. I'm just going with it, and it was probably. I think Alistair Johnson. I took a breath on Alistair, and I could feel—not here. I could feel the crowd yell Johnson with ferocity. I was just like, and then the rest was just gravy. I think I, I think I blacked out, man. Did I get all the names right? <laughs>
2: well, I think, Bob, I, I, I think I did too. I was just like, this is this is insane. Am I like such so a Twilight Zone thing? Like, just not. And i got buddies in the stand. They were just saying it was incredible. Like it didn't translate on TV, certainly where we were, B, because. Oh, we're no? The, but it was in the bar. And it, it, you could, Yeah, not really. I was wondering about that. All we saw was empty seats on the other side. It was actually kind of disappointing from him. And then I hear, and then John Herman was saying, you know, just unbelievable. Like he said, we fe- I goes, I felt like Canada was a, like a proper soccer country. It was incredible. The, for Canada, like an hour and a half
3: before, um, they, they were nonstop. It was amazing. Um, but the atmosphere at all of these grounds, and I'm interested to hear what my Brazilian colleagues would say about tonight, it's been mixed because you do have a um, very passionate group of fans, as you always do, but from some very passionate countries, they've just not traveled. They've refused to travel. I'm working very closely with a lot of Northern Europeans, and they don't have many people in the stands. In fact, uh, my Belgian colleague the other day struggled to find a group of people to get on camera like that longer. Uh, what wow. you saw there, which I just happened yeah. to be front and center. I saw the cowboy hats that ran right down there. Hey, you guys from Alberta? Yeah, no, there, bud. We're from Toronto. I'm like, yeah, not like that, bud. Where are you from? <laughs> oh, we're from uh, we're from Milton, bud. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. You're not fooling me there, bud. <laughs> um, so I, I got on the screen with them, my poor Belgian buddy. He's running around the stadium trying to find like enough fans. He he keeps seeing these people and he's like, Hey, are you from Belgium? They're like, Nope. You from Belgium? No. Nope. And they're locals. Like they, they live here. Um they had Belgian flags and a few of them had like Belgian shirts, but they weren't mm-hmm. Belgian. You couldn't speak Flemish to them. So it was interesting. Found, like, it was hard to hard
2: to tell. It was hard to tell. Cause it, it they, they hardly showed Canadian fanshaws. It was very they hard. Hardly
3: showed Canadian fan shots. Oh, that's astonishing. No, the, the Yeah, it was weird. So the, the first half, uh Canada was attacking away from the support. Right? The second mm-hmm. half they were attacking towards the support. And that, that corner across from the benches was full. Canada Soccer believes there was about thirty five hundred uh, that traveled. There's a huge Canadian expat population in, in Qatar. Yeah, uh, There's like a, like a huge thousand or something. And a huge Canadian expat population in Dubai, which is an air ferry. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if there were, in fact, nine thousand. I hadn't heard that number myself, but the, there was a huge, you know, friends and family presence. Like they were massive. I, I met Stephen Vittoria's son, who just busted my balls for not being fluent in Portuguese. <laughs> and you know, just uh, he thinks this is normal now. How old is his like, son? Yeah, like, a ferry. A f- <laughs> He's about ten. he's about ten years old, and I said, uh, "You know, this is the first World Cup of my lifetime." and he goes, "Yeah, me too <laughs> <laughs> And I said to him, "You know it's pretty cool. It's like, you know your dad, maybe your dad won't play in in the next one, like but Canada will be there all the time and he's like, "Yeah, he's like, I got one country." And I'm like, I'm still cheering for Portugal against Canada the next day, but yeah um." Yeah, it's it's been amazing. There there are so many Canadians, man. It's uh I, I've met people from from all over. Like Cape Breton is out here, Alberta. There's I multiple people from Saskatchewan. I think they just they make a point to announce they're from Saskatchewan so people know. I don't know if there's that, they're actually outnumbering any other province, but I feel as though they're at least the most upfront and vocal about their Saskatchewan-ness.
2: Yeah. They I, shout I that first before their name. <laughs>
3: That's, it.
2: That's exactly what I've been getting. Yeah. <laughs> um did you play with james
3: lowry probably not it wouldn't overlap
2: yes i did at the you very did. end of his contract our career yeah oh he's out here he's out he's here. he's a well. beauty eh yeah we did
3: uh we did a, a little q a in the chat we were supposed to do the q a in fact we just ended up having a casual conversation and enjoyed uh budweiser together but he's a great um, lad isn't he He's a he's a super cool guy. Yeah, it's really special. Uh, I was chatting with Caitlin Kyle before the match. She's here working with BN. She's actually going to be the first female analyst that uh, BN Sports has ever used on television here throughout uh, MENA, which is the uh, Middle East and North Africa. BN her. Sports is BN Sports is massive. Like mm-hmm. we, we think ESPN is big, and it is. This is th- there's 16 channels on my TV, BN Sports channels. They've got the NBA on. They, I was watching the. Uh, yeah it was live then there was playoffs um replays from before i'm pretty sure i saw hockey at some point there's so much soccer constantly i'm watching the women's champions league right now some replay um well it's they, it's they late at night for basketball. you
0: right now b it's late how
3: are yeah, you like, what on, are you Dan? doing up
0: did you watch
3: canada play belgium bro what <laughs> am i doing up i'm still wired man
2: me too why do you think hey. i'm
3: so pissed off you guys didn't do a fucking show yesterday
2: <laughs> I, do, I wanted to get on at 6 a.m you fucking losers were too busy well, i was up b wonger was sideways i, I was haven't sideways. been
0: sideways in a long time and i got sideways with jimmy's brother so mike and i had a few it was great it just was a really good
2: day you know other yeah. than the three points put that aside it, it everything else was great
0: yeah i mean
3: Craig, the
1: astronaut what's that
3: uh, yes, Chris Hadfield was there as well. I didn't get to oh. meet him. I didn't get to meet him. But uh, I spoke to Herdman before and after. And uh, I'll say this. Herdman walks over and he says, uh, he, did, he shook my hand and he looks at the crowd, emotions uh, with his eyes. Like, can, can you believe this? Can you believe this is real? And the only response I had was thank you. That was the first response. Because th- that doesn't happen if he's not there. All right. I truly believe that like this moment doesn't happen if he
2: doesn't take that job in twenty eighteen. Yeah, I agree. I think there's a lot of things at the line that probably wouldn't would have wouldn't have happened if it didn't work out in certain ways, you know? Including COVID. Because remember, they wouldn't have made the last
3: qualifying round if COVID hadn't happened.
2: That's right. And they had that long, long winded dark route through all the islands and Haiti to get to that final group with very little interest really in the country and we, we were interested because we are in it but there wasn't a lot of buzz then it started to build up then it was like can they do it in the final stage against Honduras, Costa Rica which were poor in the US, Mexico flew through that it just seems like every hurdle they get to or every time we sort of have a question that we ask about them they just come through with flying colors like i can't believe how fit some of them look like considering you know having knocks and even what atiba put in for i mean it's incredible
3: i want to say this jimmy are you still there buddy or has the chopper landed yet no i'm in here i want to get you in man feel free to take the piss out of me by the way this feels abnormal it's just me talking and you're not chirping me
2: He's just landing in Miami right now. He's going to go, you're clear to land.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's beautiful in Miami right now. Weather is (laughs) gorgeous. (laughs)
3: Uh, So I want Jimmy's take on this. Craig, you too, of course. The temperature tonight for Brazil was 22 degrees for Brazil and Serbia. For Canada last night, last I looked, it was maybe 25. That's the listed temperature. It felt cooler than that. And there are air vents behind the ad boards that are actually blowing air up. And many of my colleagues who are pitch side have been sick uh, before the tournament started because they've been spending hours standing in front of those things. And it's so much colder down there, like it's 17 degrees than it is when you're walking around the rest of the day. I think the intensity and the quality of play that we're seeing at this World Cup is better because... Surprise, surprise, this is one of the coolest World Cups that we've ever seen. They're not playing in the summer European heat, they're not playing in the US sunlight in the middle of the day. So yeah. you're getting an actual better quality of play, which is terrifying because if FIFA figure that out, they're going to give us a winner World Cup every time.
2: Yeah, it leaves a bit of a carbon footprint, but other than that, it's, it, it makes for good football. <laughs> Jimmy, are you noticing that no, as well, I
1: guess no, just to, just to go on that, guys, as well. Like, I can't believe the tempo of some of the matches. That's what I'm saying. It's, a, it's incredible. So, obviously, this air-conditioning is working. And then maybe you might see it in the summer here. Canada and America and Mexico, they might be saying, let's pump the air-conditioning out.
2: Not a chance. No, they
3: won't do it, Jimmy. They, they definitely won't do it. Craig's right on the whole eco point. But what I'm yeah. saying is they actually don't even need to do it, I think, to that level. Like, I think in some, in some grounds, they're not pumping it in. Where Portugal played, that, that system doesn't actually exist. That's the shipping container stadium, 974, which is because yeah. they built it with 974 shipping containers, not because of the math, because that's the country code here. That's the dial-in country code so there's a lot of special things with these stadiums that place last night like the seats are red white and black it just felt perfect and, and honestly being down there to me it, i felt like i was at wembley man roof a little different but like it
2: that's a proper ground i Ben in Benally. is that
1: no, they're, taking,
2: they're, they're taking seven of the eight of them away right after the world cup I don't know
3: about that. They're definitely taking 974 away immediately after their last game. The The, the construction contract is the day after the last game, that comes down, it's being uh, disassembled
2: and reassembled somewhere in Africa. I heard there's like 200,000 seats, they're all coming down bar one. Ooh.
1: Yeah, apparently all the upper bowls are taking all the seats out. And
2: then well, them the them Qatari off. Stars League right. I don't
3: think could fill those stadiums, so... They're able to recycle them and use them elsewhere. But the, you know, the, stadiums are, the stadiums are top. The stadiums really are. And so is the Metro. I'll, uh, I'll post on, on uh, the Instagram, guys, what it's like taking a Metro. It's like, a, imagine first-class airplane at a Disney resort. That's what the subway is like. The seats are like sofas, Craig. It's not.
0: <laughs> what is B? What is your FIFA hype man pass? What's your accessibility to everything else? Like just games Canada. and matches Nothing. or just Canada's? Nothing. I'm so do Canada. you have to get – you, are you going to any other matches?
3: I would like to. I'm going to Portugal and Uruguay. I have proper tickets to that. I bought that yeah. before. Um, I have tickets to Canada Morocco, which I'm not going to use now. But um, I will see Portugal and Uruguay, which I'm pretty, pretty jacked about.
0: And that's on – they played today, so – It's the day, day after Croatia. Okay, so, so Monday. Monday, yeah. So, and mm-hmm. what are you eating out there? What, you said shawarmas, but was that a joke or, I can like what? What's the food? I've been crushing shawarmas and cookies. I've been crushing cookies,
3: man. I am. I'm a cookie monster, bro. I think you know this about me already. And Elena always. Well, I know you got a sweet tooth,
0: but I didn't I like. Got a is bad it? Sweet tooth. Are things expensive?
3: Mm-hmm. Like just food? I'm expensive? in it. I'm in a real neighborhood. There's like a, there's a, lo- a lot of um, a lot of immigrants in this neighborhood, and the groceries are very cheap. The Ubers are shockingly cheap, man. I, I took an Uber, thirty minutes for thirty real, which translates to l- less than twelve dollars
1: mm. for thirty minutes. Hey B, B, you'll never be able to tell that you're eating a lot of cookies from the pictures.
3: <laughs> <laughs> there we go, bud. Yeah, yeah, yeah! Big shout out to uh, Wonger. You can't get enough uh, enough tweets to retweet. You got to retweet everything that makes me look bad. Thanks, there, but
2: <laughs> I thought you looked great. Hey, we didn't tweet it out in the fr- we, it <laughs> You're fucking lying, Wonger. Yeah, no, no, Wonger. I, I, I Wonger. liked
3: it. No, I thought it was fun. retweeted it immediately. Of course you do. Your our tastes in tweets is very different. You and
2: I. <laughs> I actually only really noticed that one when you actually drew attention to it. <laughs> you answered your you answered it to me. You shouldn't have answered well, it. Well, if there's anything I've learned
3: from being with you guys, it's you've got to be honest, right? If you can't make fun of yourself, what are you going to do? I'm just going to sit up at home and cry.
0: Well, that's what that's what I felt like yesterday. With when Dante gave me that jersey, I put it on. I was and I one of the mirrors in the bathroom. I thought I looked spectacular. <laughs> then I then I looked down on stage in one of the pictures, and
2: Carrie Ryan said, "Yeah, that's not a good look." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "I'll oh,
0: fuck you." you. Know, like,
2: are you- <laughs> soccer jerseys look great on Ronaldo, and oh yeah, and I, you know the football players are amazing. But yeah, some people are just not suited for a. They're not
3: soccer. designed for ordinary men. Yeah, that's it. Um, I paid twenty two dollars <laughs> for a Guinness. Fine, a Guinness. Wow. Oh, worth
1: what? That's ridiculous.
3: Yeah. Uh, more ridiculous was the first beer I had. Actually, I bought a round. I was with my Belgian colleague, and it was uh, I paid forty four dollars for two Budweisers bottles. That was at a pricier place, a fancy neighborhood, so I, I guess that came with the territory. But yeah, when I got to uh, what I thought was going to be you know fifteen bucks, maybe eighteen bucks, uh, yeah, twenty two dollars for yes.
0: a you're traveling. And not as a broadcaster. And I know when we all traveled as broadcasters and production, you got a per diem. Does FIFA give you a per diem? Yes. Okay. So your $22 Guinness was part of your per that's diem. That's three days per diem. Three? <laughs> well, like most people, I'm just
3: drinking my per diem away. Yes. Yeah. Like that's
0: exactly it. It's like one breakfast, it away. big breakfast, and then a beer. Have you uh, been to Canada have... house thingamajigger? majigger?
3: I have been to Canada Soccer House. Yeah, that's where I was with James Lowry, where I met James Lowry. Uh, that's awesome. That's at one of the hotels in the Pearl, which is like Disneyland. It's this fancy, very Toronto downtown waterfront condo area, actually. Um, a lot of expats live there. It's where all the swanky hotels are. And uh, Canada Soccer did a great job. They got this this full rooftop. Um, when I walked in there on Tuesday, um, it was before the Mexico game. This, this is... Match day minus one. This is the night before Belgium. And it was filled with Mexicans. Mexicans are everywhere. There are 50,000 Mexicans, I, I heard, and it's got to be more. Like, you can't go. I've been in like uh, um, uh, local neighborhoods, old neighborhoods, new neighborhoods, fancy neighborhoods, green shirts everywhere. My flight from Montreal they, was 90%. Did they
1: drive whatsoever. up? <laughs> you see those 18 vans everywhere.
3: <laughs> I tell you the driving here is crazy. There are no driving laws here, okay? No, no no one drives based on the laws that we have at home or the lines that are on the road. The, the
2: driving is crazy, but the Ubers are cheap, which which
3: makes it doable.
2: Victor Montaliani's been to every I think he's been to every single game. Every game. Yeah, I think he's been. There's to every only an single hour day. in
3: between. It takes an hour to get through security sometimes.
2: It well, when, you're a VIP. when they uh, showed me the picture of uh, a police escort, I thought maybe that helped. Ah, maybe he's uh, driving in the shoulder. Yeah. Lights flashing, just
3: wow. <laughs> so there, there's a, you know there's a there's like most places there's a, a class divide. Um, uh, here there is as well, even when it comes to rich um, and economically. Beneficial people. There's VIPs, and then there's VVIPs. And the VVIPs, they get it. They get it all. They can. Uh, they, really? they, they get the instant security. They get right through security. They get the escorts, uh, uh, driv- driven escorts through. Um, you know, I'm sure they're eating a little better than Schwarman cookies. Um, but yes, there's a there's a different class. And David Beckham is very much in this in this class. I mean, mm.
0: Hey B, what uh, is your, give us your day on match day. What did you like, what how did you prepare? How did you go through it? And then did you get to watch the game the whole time or were you mid, like, did you have to jump on at halftime, do something? Did you have to, any, any of that kind of stuff? Uh, yeah. Uh, so I was part
3: of the pregame festivities, the halftime. And then post game we do the little panel as my Belgian counterpart and the stadium host. there's an English stadium host and an Arabic stadium host. And just to kind of talk about the game and the atmosphere and, I just kept coming back to the crowd. Every single time I said Canada, the crowd went crazy, and uh, and applauded and stood. It was it was surreal. It was uh, it was unbelievable. It was something you 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 dream of. Something you think every other country experiences, and now oh my god, our country is experiencing. It's amazing. Yeah,
2: yeah. Like just to be in the stadium, let alone like now you're calling names. And I watched Craig. I watched the whole match, pitch side.
3: That's what I wondered. Like you were eye level. I was like next to the bench, next to the Canada bench, a few seats down, next to the DJ, Mm. and that ball comes in from Eden Hazard, and it was the first time Belgium had like really threatened, really threatened. I think it was a couple of balls in. That ball comes across after the Canadian fans started booing Belgium because they were playing negative football. They were holding it at the If You remember this? They were just pinging it around the back. It felt like that Simpsons episode. Canadian (laughs) fans start booing. (laughs) They start booing, right? Comes yeah. up the left side. I think it, I think it got to De Bruyne. It gets to Hazard. He hits this ping. And as soon as I realized Mishi Mishi is like lined up right in front of me. As soon as I realized he was going to receive that ball, that wasn't going over his head. I'm like, here's a goal. Falls for him. Boom. Perfect. And that's the thing. You got to finish at this level, right? That's that's the gap. That's the difference. Yeah,
2: yeah. You it was, gotta it was, those, it was those a those thing chances. of beauty. It was like just that moment because there That was basically. Yeah, well there are a few and very far between for for Belgium on the day but yeah down at pitch level A, and you, know, you could probably just feel the intensity the pace and just you know that the ball's moving a lot faster and it's a lot harder to see openings when you're down there and you're like, wow <laughs> you know what I mean yeah, I've, I've always thought this you know I've, I've watched at other levels uh, at, at
3: pitch side and uh, TFC a couple times I know that Jimmy likes to be there in the end so he can sure players and warm up. But I've always thought, from that manager's dugout, Jimmy, I, I don't know how you can actually see everything. You
1: can't. You can't, really. You can't. It's, uh, but it's a, different, it's a different, different view, right? So you can see your shape. You can see their movement. It's, it's not like when you're sitting up top, you can see everything, right? But I think because when you're coaching, you're training, and everything that you're doing, everything's at eye level. So you, you get used to it, right?
2: You probably notice that they're out of position more than you do if they're in it. Yeah. I thought Herdman
3: was going to lose his voice in the first half. He was he was yelling himself hoarse. He was, uh, you know, like what a moment for him. It's got to be the, the biggest moment of his career, right? And he's had loads of amazing moments. Uh, the Olympics, yeah. with the women's team, taking yeah. the national team to this point to to go up against... Roberto Martinez, where they, they looked like they had the same tailor. I think uh, Herman had better four, shoes. Great
2: guys, too, by the way. Herman had much
3: better shoes than Roberto Martinez. You know, really? every single Belgian person, person that I've met, Craig, every single one said, Oh, Canada, we're afraid of you guys. Like, really? They're like, oh, yeah, we can't wait to get that game over with. Like, let's go and let's get out. They just wanted Canada to be done. Because they, yeah. they were afraid of the unknown. They were afraid of what they did know. They were afraid of, not, uh, I was going to say what, Tejan, but I think think they thought, I think they, they believe now that, well, Brugge' is going to get a lot of money for Tejan Buchanan because if he has a couple more performances, you know, half as good as he did against Belgium, he's going to be out the door uh, this summer.
2: Yeah, they're getting praised absolutely everywhere. And R, R- Martinez, uh, did you see his uh English press conference uh, or when he talked about it on he was amazing. Yeah, he was all there this for could, it, he could not have praised Canada more. He said it was we 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 got outplayed, we got beat. Uh, really the better team did not win this game. He goes, they True. were brave, they were fearless, they were everything John wanted our team to be, and it was like, Yeah, that's that's fucking awesome. <laughs> like you know, and Debrunner De Bruyne also also said he was a little, you know, didn't deserve the player of the match. No, Tibor Courtois did. If you
3: were going to give it to him, or you could, they could have given it to Mishi Batshuayi. I don't know who chose that. My man of the match, um, Steven Nastaciou was was great. Uh, that nutmeg on, I think you
0: tweeted it, longer. I was where I saw it first. De Bruyne yes, yeah. No, I think it was De Bruyne. Uh, no, Amy? it was Amy. Amy Walsh put it Amy out. Walsh. Yeah, and I retweeted it. Like.
3: Uh, I couldn't help myself, hey! During the, the during the squad, I called him the Portuguese Prince. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Couldn't help myself. Yeah,
0: I went all I went all hardcore Portuguese on Steven Vitoria. So, good. what's the it, 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 man of the match? You would have gone Estakie. Who would you have gone, Kreger? Because we didn't oh, really talk about that.
3: Uh, I was going to say, actually, Kamal Miller. Oh,
0: Kamal Miller! It's a
3: Kamal Miller, because you know, I thought he broke up a couple of plays there that oh, did he? You wouldn't have ever. expected him to. He was mm. he was incredible. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. You two I mean, Greg, there were Kamal last da- uh, last ditch efforts. You know, some of them in blocking and and to be honest, he yeah, he was he was way beyond anybody's expectations. I mean, you know, he did they got beat over with a top for one ball, and other than that, they they did well. But oh it was a team defensive thing, you know, they just, the whole energy of them just were faster. They were more energetic. They were more ambitious. They were everything that Belgium weren't really. Jimmy, what about you, pal? I know you're in your uh, airplane
0: just landing. (laughs) Uh, What's the question? Question is who would have been (laughs) Canada's man of the match for you?
1: Oh, man of the match. Uh, I'd like to say that statue was good. T- but you got to give him credit as well. He covered a lot of miles there.
2: Yeah, you don't have to give it to anybody it. if you want, Jimmy. Just say that like, you don't have to. You don't have to give it to anybody.
1: The, I mean the no, whole I'm just trying to good. think who. Like, I'm just trying to think who who really really stood out. I think I think that was a match where everybody pulled their own weight. I don't think you could really say specifically there was one guy that stood out about the press. Everybody, everybody worked their asses off, and everybody was was fighting for the cause. And they all played the rules perfectly. The defenders did, the wide players did, the midfielders did, the strikers, and even when our press and defending, I mean, it starts with the strikers, and they were bang on. The midfielders were right up their ass, the defenders were up limited space. I thought everybody, everybody played a role. It'd be hard for me to say, yeah, there was one guy that really stood out. Was like, he was the best player. I thought everybody. I don't, everybody think,
2: played the I don't think I've seen Miller have a better game, and at that level, I thought no. he did. stepped oh. up. I couldn't I, find, I, and he and he found some energy from somewhere because some of the guys were you could see fatigue was getting in because they put some shift in, especially in the first half. They're just unbelievable, the um, and I thought that maybe crazy. he would start to get the jelly legs a bit.
1: Yeah, you know the the only the only thing that disappointed me. Through the whole mat, It was just just the goal and how we conceded. Yeah, you know, exactly. we've, we've seen that play over and over again, haven't we? We've talked about it an awful lot, and again, it happened. It'll
2: happen again. You know, it'll then, happen against Croatia and it'll happen against Morocco. I think that it's a, almost a given. Curacao. You know, the thing is, too, there was, there was
1: no 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 pressure on the ball. Just start dropping a little bit. And one ball, straight ball, just over the top, just beat you. Yeah. Yeah, so I, that was the only, th- only disappointment that I had there, where it was it's just a little, they switched off at that, that moment. And all the, the rest of the game, they were, they were clued in.
3: Craig, did you see the end of Portugal, Ghana? Uh-huh. The, what part? The I didn't goalkeeper. Know. The, the, like Ghana almost drew the match. The, the goalkeeper, the teammates were calling for him to roll it out, L- literally dying seconds. There, there are less than 30 seconds in stoppage time left. And, he, and he, uh, they were waving for him to boot it. And he, and he put it down to kick it. And uh, the Ghanaian uh, um, attacker was right behind him. Uh, took it off of him. And I uh, forget who it was that flew in for a clearance. But like, Ghana almost stole a draw there at the death. It was terrifying
2: for a oh, Portuguese corner. Sure. No yeah. way. He didn't know
3: he was behind him. Didn't know he was behind him. Portugal never make this easy for themselves. They always start every tournament poor. They always start every qualifying session poor. So it's going to be amazing well, when they win. When they yeah, win on, uh, I didn't think season. it was a penalty, to be honest. No, it wasn't a penalty. I don't think. But I mean, you you, you do see it given in Prem occasionally, but you also
2: yeah. Don't they, well, actually, don't see more last deserved. year. Remember when they they kept giving it for every little touch? But he totally. Totally f- drew that. Like it, that's a, a complete drawing of foul. Like he he threw his leg into him. He was going down. It's 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 a dive. I I, I think it's, they they didn't even look at it.
3: No, they didn't look at it. I found I find that VAR's been a bit strange in this tournament, where there was three VAR checks in the Canada game, which seemed on par with how they used VAR in Russia.
2: But but Canada could have had another. I mean, if Ronaldo got that one, Canada could have had another one or two. I think so. Yeah, Richie's. So. Yeah. Richie.
3: You know what Richie. else? You know, Jimmy, you know what really stood out to me was uh how much Richie loves to get into it. Oh he loved that he was getting under Timothy Castania's skin. Just loved it. To the point yeah. where I literally I- vocalized. Easy easy Richie. Easy. Like don't don't draw too much attention. Easy, Richie.
1: Yeah, that's that's Richie's game, though. I think when when Rich, Richie gets into it, and you know he's talking, he's physical. There's contact. That's when he's at his best.
2: When he made that block late in the game, later in the game, do you remember that when he got up and was doing the fist pump? I was like, you know, good for you, buddy. Like this guy has been knocked back, knocked back, gets into Toronto SC, does brilliantly well. You know, knockback. Then he gets his, his, like, wants to do this European challenge because, of course, he does. And gets this great move to Nottingham Forest. They're in a terrific run, so he doesn't get into that team. They get promoted. They buy 21 players over top of him, basically. And he comes back to Toronto SC. And, of course, that's got to be really disappointing. It's another knockback because they basically said, you're not good enough to play for this club in the Premier League at that level. Or even top of the championship. Off he went back to MLS again. So he's got something to prove again, and he keeps—he's another one who keeps answering the questions. He's just never been given that chance. He wasn't given the chance in Nottingham Forest, really. But he's given no. the chance to Canada. He's been given the chance to Toronto FC, and he's always done well. So well—that was the thing when you when when Nottingham was. Coming up, you even said this isn't good for Richie. I remember. Well, that I just I, I said it's not necessarily good because he's right. not even in this team. And yep. and Spence, the guy who was keeping him out, he was twenty one. Yeah, six years younger or so, and he's he was on loan. They didn't even own him. It was like you'd want to play your own player. Yeah, you know. But no, they they didn't change it. And then Spence left, but then they still bought over top of him. So. Yeah, but he's been he's been brilliant. They've
3: Everybody's been brilliant. talking about Canada here. Everybody's talking about Canada. Love that. That's been the, that's definitely been the chatter from everybody I've seen tweeting or texting with or talking to. Uh, everyone's yeah. messaging me uh, because of Canada's result. Because that that loss was such a win. That loss was such a win for Canada.
2: Yeah. Hey B, just think of this. Like, say you're anywhere in Europe. You're in Milan or London or even Brussels and you're doing some pickup and they're picking you up and they ask where you're from. And they say, I'm from Canada. They'd be like, you might be like number two or three pick instead of like last. I've, this is the, this is the thing with
3: the gear and the hair. I always have like 10 minutes to, to swoon them, to swindle them. Right. But then I, the ball comes near me and I make some run and then I ruin it.
2: So that's the key. It's for how, how long can I do nothing? Mm, yeah. You could always make down. a run and like, run into the player, kind of like Ronaldo did, go down and just say, ah, can't, keep, can't go on, guys. Or just say if I do, I you know, my touch is I'm going to have to kind of walk. I out. really want to get a game in while I'm here.
0: I really want to get is a there, game. Is, right there, there. is it happening? Points. Is
3: there pickup well, happening or in there? There's always some type of media game in general. So yeah. I, I'm suspecting that uh, between between Stevie, Jules, Matthew Shinetti, Kaylin, Kyle, um, we'll get a game going. We'll get a game going with
2: some foreign media. Absolutely,
3: Miguel Delaney's out here. He's always got his boots around. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it.
2: Get Victor Montaliani oh, yeah. Give
3: him, give him a shout.
2: He would love to come out. I, mean, I, I should uh,
3: give him a shout so I can join one of those police escorts to yes. the stadium, so I don't have to take the uh, take the metro. Take you want the, the other v. The way You want there.
0: the other V? Don't you, B? VVIP.
3: I did bring a suit. You know, I did bring a suit. I will say one thing I'm really happy about because there's been quite a few things that have changed since I've been here. It's a a new process to have the fan kind of MCs be a part of of this. Um, So when I arrived, I was supposed to be suited and booted. And that always felt strange. And now uh, they've allowed us to wear team jerseys, so I'm very happy that they've uh, they made that decision. Even if I look like a f- bad sausage, you know it. Speed. It's
2: all in the material. It's just it just doesn't God. really suit
0: many people. No, you got to be just <laughs> ripped. You just got to be fit. Now,
3: I'm gonna do a uh, f45 gym session. Oh, black would look good. I got to give Max Bell a call. You went to see your nipples? I didn't Did you see like my that. nipples in that photo? God, yeah. Brad Humber. I don't you know. Dick.
2: I wasn't looking. Brad. For it <laughs> yeah, Brad. <laughs> What are you
0: looking forward to? You got you got another week and a half there. I'm another week, to everything,
3: man. This is the World Cup. Like this is a dream come true. Oh, I'm looking I'm so forward happy to, for you. to. Thank you, man. I, I'm I'm yeah. I'm very happy to be here. I'm looking forward to watching. I, Sunday can't come soon enough, man. I, I no cannot wait to, to see Spokes Canada play there. again. I know yeah. the team needs a rest. I know the friends and family are like, no, they give them a couple of days. We don't know if we can handle it. We got some. We got some old people here. We don't know if we can handle that again. Um, but I, I just can't wait to see how they perform. I, I honestly think that Croatia's shaking in their boots, Craig. I really do. I do too. Yeah. If they can, if they—that's the floor now, right? How they played against Belgium is the floor now. And what's amazing is we've raised that floor how many times in the last yeah. 18 months? You remember against Uruguay, it was like, oh, well, this is the floor now. This is like, and then they go out and beat Japan, and then Japan goes out and beats Germany. Which means because we assume Germany is better than Belgium, that Canada is better mm-hmm. than Germany. Huh?
2: Yeah. Remember way back when Canada played in the Nations League against the U.S. and the stadium was like a third full BMO Field. Yes. yes. And how pissed we were talking, about going, "How does this happen? Like, what the yeah, fuck? Twelve thousand got- people, and we're it, there. It, and then America's yeah. got like Premier League guys, like top players. just was playing that night, I think. Right? Yeah. He was, yeah, they he all was. Play, He didn't play play poorly, but there, you know, Afonso mm-hmm. Davies was there that night. Yeah, he was just getting started. He wasn't even wearing.
3: uh, He wasn't even wearing 19 then. I think he was still wearing number 12. Cavallini scored. Cavallini was like the Cavallini was the star front man. Was the star forward? Uh, Fonzie, by the way, was all over the pitch. Right, he was positionally. They had tinkered and toyed with him constantly throughout the match. There, he had one rare giveaway, and it's just so uncharacteristic for him. And uh, the, the he his hustle back was incredible. I felt like, you know, the bounce the mental bounce back too from the penalty save. There's mm-hmm. there's not too many guys at his age regardless of how accomplished and distinguished they are, distinguished that they are that could respond the way he did.
2: I thought he 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 that's played true.
3: his game after that.
2: He put it yeah, aside. It, he maybe overplayed sometimes, I think he was trying to yes. like he was he didn't lose confidence. He kept it was almost like, "No, you got to you got at some point release it and Very different than when you do his role at Bayern Munich and even the penalty. I think he goes back there and they take the piss out of him. They're probably like, "What the
1: fuck? What what are you you doing on the?"
0: You just broke up there. I don't know if that you meant to, though. Sounded kind of...
3: No, that's 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 the extent of Craig's German. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Tell you three things. We'll finish on this. Uh, I really regret longer not paying attention in French school because I spent so much time with these Belgians who can just they can speak to everybody. Speaking, mm-hmm. They can speak to the Africans. Right. They can speak to the right. French. They can they're speaking to Swiss. Everyone. And my Portuguese, uh, as much as I said I would do an hour a day for my New Year's resolution back in your tent, I wish I'd followed that. Mm. I wish I'd followed that because uh, it would help a lot in this
1: situation. I'm, I'm, what about the
3: Spanish? There must be a lot I'm of Spanish speakers guess, too. There are a lot of Spanish speakers as well. Uh, hilariously, my Spanish is better than my Portuguese, but it's still not good enough to sit through a press yeah. conference or to sit through a, a briefing. Um, good, I attempted right? it though. I'm like, oh yeah, I can do the Spanish briefing. Uh, Thirty seconds in, I'm like, guys, I'm going to need to find the English one. You know, <laughs> you know how you get the elevator to floor seven? <laughs> uh, I do. What I do miss. What's funny is like this is. You know, I'm not taking in this World Cup the way you are or anyone at home. Right? I don't see any of the broadcasts. I'm tweeting these clips that TSN is is tweeting, knowing that they're the goals, but I can't even see them. I haven't heard Luke and Stevie's calls like nothing. I'm consuming mm. it totally differently. And the way they do it here, I don't think I said this already to you. The way it's being broadcast, there's a Arabic host who's you know dressed traditionally, uh, dressed traditionally in white. Then he's next to an English-speaking legend. So the first time I, the first person I saw was John Terry. Uh, but Kaká, Ruud um uh, Pirlo has done it. Del Piero has done it. And then they're next to a bilingual ex-player analyst. So I've seen Ahmed el Mohammedi a lot. And then there's an Arabic analyst that's also dressed traditionally. And this is, the, this is the show. And they go, no commercials. One bumper into this halftime show for 14 and a half minutes. Sting, back to the broadcast. Post, one hour. That's the format. No commercials, nothing. You're just getting... You're just getting information. But like, what an interesting you know, broadcast concept. You can see Kakad is sitting there back and forth. He's got an earpiece, back and forth, following back and forth. Or all these guys you know, put the time in that I didn't put in to learn languages, and they're all fluent in Arabic.
0: <laughs> but you can do a very good uh, Eric, uh, Arabic speaker English impression. I've been,
3: spoken, I've been spoken to in Arabic many a times. Like, uh, Arabia.
0: Nope, but I like it here. I so I guess uh, I guess
3: it's the quaff. This is the
0: cloth. dude. That quaff is fantastic. You look great on TV,
2: by the way. You did, M- minus the turkey tits. Wow, God, that's that was just the angle and the lighting and the photo. Yeah, you know, I, you look great for forty-seven, brother. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yes, well, f- dude, thanks so much for jumping in with us. I know. Uh, please get some sleep. Got two more days for you to till till Canada's game. What time is that game? It's 7 o'clock your time, right? Oh,
3: you're so good at this. I, I have been having a nightmare. Poor Paul Dolan, uh, Greg, who I'm doing yeah. TSN radio with. Oh, two in I am the morning. Ru- I am routinely. What's 2 in the morning for him?
0: He has to get up at 2 because the 5 o'clock games.
3: Yeah, so we don't do the five a.m. Oh, okay. on the radio, but he oh. did get up at five after Argentina <laughs> Saudi Arabia, right? After Argentina Saudi Arabia, he got up for that. But routinely, in speaking with him, I'm just twisting up. And Elena's in Newfoundland. The damn half hour, I'm twisting up times constantly. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I'm doing uh, pre halftime and post on TSN radio with Dolly. Say uh, hi to Dolly the goalie. I will. A lot of people, Craig, have said that they miss you, buddy. A lot of people have been asking. There's, there's so many primers, man.
0: It's, it's amazing, Warner. There's so many people that yeah, love the part. I, it, I get it, was, it constantly. So one thing that, Craig, I don't know if it got the vibe from the TV. We couldn't tell what was going on in the stadium. But the vibe at the rec room that we did with North Star Bets yesterday, they sang, everyone stood up and sang, Oh, Canada. Yeah. It was fantastic. I got and... a frog in my
3: throat when the anthem played just in rehearsal. Like Dude, three it and a half hours before I was chills, like, this I got the chills way. Now. yesterday, so I, I cool. routinely did that. That my Belgian yeah. counterpart was like, "Oh man, act like you've been here before, buddy."
2: I'm like, "Yeah, yeah. I haven't, bro. <laughs> Take it easy, okay?" She <laughs> so actually heard the first time. The first time, like the the actual rehearsal, f- w- yeah. which is which is just for them to make sure they got it right. I'm
3: like, "Hey, Canada, this is it." Yeah, you don't want to fuck it uh, up. You got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you got it, man. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. <laughs> yeah so I, I hope that dj tony um busts out my uh, tragically hip courage uh, i don't know the longer if i'm gonna get home for
0: a rest it's too many alcohol. oh but it'd be so good because i know that the dancey the dancey milton cowboys would love that shit
3: i'm gonna get the voyagers singing they've got a, a song it's brian adams is straight from the heart is that yeah the, the line so they, they're singing that song and when they do, it's honestly, it sounds, it sounds like the equivalent of like a, you'll never walk alone. Really? hey, Oh, it, it's awesome. So really? I got to get that going. I'm going to, awesome. I'm going to get that going. Well, it, it just, it just, it feels like that, right? It's slow. It's, it's, it's obviously like, like it's an old tune. Is it catch like
2: a knife or is it straight to the heart? Is that
3: the same song?
0: Straight cuts like from a knife. The heart. Yeah, it's not like meatloaf or something. It, yeah.
3: Cuts like a knife. Oh, maybe yeah. then that's it then. Maybe it's good.
0: whatever it is. The Voyager's got to figure out so I'm gonna bring it out. Right. Okay, now we're gonna do '80s. Uh, it's from the Craig. the It's a play us out. Play us Greg out. Us. Why don't you give us? A, why don't you sign off for us, B?
3: You want me to put a wrap on things? Yeah. Um, thanks. Yeah, lie, live from Qatar. Yeah. Thanks for letting me. Yeah, live from uh, my condo in, in the middle of Al Mansura. I'm signing off and I'm going to go get a 2 a.m. shawarma. But, uh, cheers for listening. You can make your bets at North Star Bets and continue to listen to these guys daily ish on Footy Prime and keep buying newspapers.
0: Planning for your next trip?